This is the RevOps Recruiters Podcast, Episode 1, Key Ingredients to Success for RevOps Leaders. David, welcome. Adam, how are you? I'm doing well. Good to see you again. It's good to see you, man. We're here. Is this Episode 1? Episode 1. Not 51? Not 51. We'll get there one day, 51 weeks from now. Excellent. So episode one of the RevOps Recruiters podcast. That's right. We are your hosts, Adam and David from RevSearch. Yeah. And our mission is to really provide insights and best practices around finding, hiring, and retaining top revenue operations talents. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that are putting out great content around what it means to be a revenue operations practitioner, right? Mm-hmm. Best practices, things you should be doing and thinking about. Um, and that's not necessarily our forte. We spend most of our time working on helping to find the right folks that we can connect with companies that really need those revenue operations leaders. And so that's yeah. why we want to focus on what it looks like to find those folks, what it looks like to hire those folks, and what it looks like to retain those folks. That's right. There's there's definitely a gap in the market, and I uh, I think we'll be exploring this and journeying through this entire function from a talent perspective to ho- help shed some light on some of these areas because it's not one size fits all. Yeah, for sure. So what are we going to jump into to today? Yeah, today we will focus on some key ingredients that we see um, that are necessary for success in the revenue operations function. Yeah. So we're going to take a closer look at the profile, some of the hard skills and soft skills that we've seen as critical. Yeah. I love it. Those are critical. So I, you know, when you think about a recipe, right, if you're baking cookies, there are a bunch of different ways you could bake cookies, but oftentimes you got to have sugar, you got to have flour, you got to have vanilla. There's certain things that have to be there. And so when we think about revenue operations leaders, we've seen things that pretty much have to be there for every role. And that's what we want to dive in today. So we're going to break those into hard skills and soft skills. So let's start with the hard skills first. So what's that first hard skill that you've observed that we've, that we look for when we're vetting talent for revenue operations leaders? Yeah. So the role itself is really complex. It spans many different areas in the business. It's, it's the entire blueprint behind an organization. Sure is revenue operations. So there's lots of naturally, there's lots of complexity and and different things we look for within that to, to really make that blueprint come alive. Right. When we look at hard skills, we want to start in the systems bucket. Okay. So systems, we, we see the CRM as being, you know, system of record in most, most of these organizations. We look at where is the data housed? Well, it's usually housed at the central source, which is a CRM. Right. Then there's other systems in the tech stack that are integrated sure. into this CRM, but that that's where we start. And a lot of our clients, you know, they they look for help in that area first because it's usually where the most mess that that's the messiest area in an organization. That's yeah. where the data is is housed. And so we look at at a minimum, we want an admin level of experience in the right. CRM. There's, right couple of different types of CRMs out there, right? The the top two are probably what we see is HubSpot, you know, our HubSpot and Salesforce. Sure. Yeah. But within that, in order to enter into this role and actually build out that data infrastructure, we need someone who can build it from scratch. There's many different scenarios. There's sometimes overhaul, sometimes it's rolling out, sometimes it's migrating from one CRM to another. Right. 
but we need an individual that can think through how do we map this, the CRM, these processes to give us the data that we're looking for. And that takes admin level experience. Yeah. I, I love that. You know, and many times the companies we're working with or the candidates that we were even talking to, they're asking, you know, do I have to be certified for this role? Certifications are great. I think those are certainly helpful. That shows that you definitely have validate. A certain, yeah, validate. Great word. Um, but it's definitely not a requirement. Yeah. What we're really looking for is what have you done? Mm-hmm. Have you done integrations with other, you know, if, if the CRM is almost like the central nervous system of yep. the tech stack, have you done the integrations with the different tools? Do you have experience working with the automation tools that are built into these CRMs, whether that's on HubSpot or Salesforce or whatever tool you're using? Do you know how to move data cleanly in and out of that? Um, and so we're just really looking for that, that experience there. So our conversations look like we're talking to candidates and finding out what have you done? What problems have you solved? What have you faced and how'd you solve that problem? Tell us a little bit about that story. And that's what uh, our companies are looking for when they're looking for a RevOps leader on that side. So I love that CRM kind of, or the administration, the management of that, of the tech stack as one function. So what's the next bucket hard skill that we want to talk about? So when we, first we look at the system, then we look at What's at the what's housed in the system of record? It's data. Yeah, that's when we move into the next bucket, which is the data analyst skill set. Data, we know this. It's the new currency. It's yeah. everything. We've got all these systems that are housing data that are actively mining data. So these data sets are growing as companies grow. Right. right. Because everybody, their digital buyer journeys, everything's changed, especially after after this COVID wave where everyone's, nobody really wants to talk to anyone in the buyer process. And so we've got digital journeys and there's systems that are behind these customer journeys that are all capturing data. Sure. If you don't have someone who can tell you what this data is saying, it's just going to become a massive pile of yeah. data, right? Yeah. And and in most cases, it's just not valuable. Messy. It's not valuable. If you can't extract the insights right. out of it, there's no real That's value it. to it. That's it. And so we need we need the RevOps leader to be able to look at the data, analyze the data, and provide those insights to sure. the C-suite. Yeah. On day one, that looks very different than on you know day ninety to one hundred and twenty to three sixty. Sure. But it's coming in and and really quickly being able to provide visibility because that's most of the time what leaders are asking us is how when can I start to understand what this data is saying? Yeah. What is the why behind the data? They yeah. need to be able to tell the story sure. of what the data is saying sure. quickly because ultimately that informs where the business needs to go. Yeah. Right. It's it's building that building that roadmap, looking at the map and saying, based on what we're seeing here today, we need to make changes here and here and yeah. Head into this direction. Sure. It, that skill set is such a big and important part of RevOps leaders, right? So you think, I think about data and you've got to have the ability to really first work with it. So many times RevOps leaders, if they're the first one into the organization, they're moving data from spreadsheets that exist somewhere yeah. <laughs> on a server. They're moving them from Google sheets. Uh, then all of a sudden the company does an acquisition and there's this other entity that has their own set of data that needs to come in. Right. So they're working with data on a regular basis, but really where we see them providing the most value is in, like you said, once we have good data, being able to look at it and say, okay, what is our data telling us? Yeah. 
We want to, RevOps leaders need to help organizations move from making decisions based on how they feel mm. to making decisions based on what the data actually says. That's right. Not what do I feel about customers or what do I feel about our product or what do I feel about anything that exists inside of our pipeline, but what does the data actually tell us around the data? And so if they've got to have that skill set to be able to work with data yep. on a regular basis. And That's visualize great. it too, right? Yeah, That's another course, key part. It. Yeah, because they're... You can't just know it and, and you're going to, this person's usually pretty good in Excel or yeah. pretty good in some kind, but they've got to be able to bring it in and communicate yeah. it to other people. Yeah. And if they can't do that, then that's going to, that's right. going to be tough to, tough to move the, the ball forward. Right. And, and, and it, another point here is we're not just looking for an admin, right? And this is, we see this all over LinkedIn, people posting and trying to establish that the revenue operations leader is not just a tactical admin because yeah. a tactical admin can pull a report and hand a leader a report. A report, yeah. And so, but but then what? And they look at it. I think about this myself. You know, I I look at data and I'm like, what is it saying? Sure, right. And and so it helps. It's so valuable to have someone that goes, let me let me manipulate this data and and help help organize this data and provide you with those true insights yeah. that, that you're looking for. Um, yeah, that's great. So, two buckets we talked about. Third bucket on the hard skills. Third bucket kind of, you know, enables you to actually get things done, which is the project management sure. skill set. So there's different ways you can up your skill level there. You know, you can go out and get a certification, right? There's lots of programs out there. There's different methodologies. I mean, right. we see it across Agile, Lean. Sure. Uh, you can go get a PMP, but the bottom line is, can you get things done through your own framework of staying on top of projects, sure. right? That could be done through a system, not just a scratch piece of paper, right? right? <laughs> sticky but notes everywhere. Sticky <laughs> notes everywhere. But staying organized is such a key to success in this role because you've got so many short-term projects, you've got long-term projects, right? right? This, this, this lofty goal of where we want to be with this revenue engine. And then there's a reality of where we are today. And, and the, the, the thing that makes you great in this role is you can keep your eyes on that long-term goal, but still be able to figure out what needs to be done today and managing these projects and requ and requests and building a system around it to properly move the needle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I've watched all kinds of RevOps leaders go into organizations and because they're talented individuals, oftentimes they get stuff just bombarded with requests. And some of those requests are, hey, this thing's broken. We need help with it. And some of those requests are, hey, we're thinking, we've got this idea. Yeah. And and those things are constantly coming at, at, these, at these leaders. And if you don't have a process to keep track of everything, to be able to say, here are the priorities. Here are the things that we're focusing on over the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Yeah. If you don't have the ability to negotiate that with with leaders when they have a request, I mean, it's hard to say to a CEO when they come yeah. to you with a request, hey, here's all the other things. But if you've got a system you can present to them, these are all the things I'm working on right now. And so you've got to have some way of managing all of that and keeping track of it. So I love it. That's three buckets. There's other ones for sure, but those are three big buckets on the hard yeah. skill that yeah. really, if you're looking to be a, to be a RevOps leader, You've got to have these as, as some of the core functions uh, from a hard skill standpoint. But then there's this whole other set of soft skills, right? That are the ones that we see are the skills that differentiate the the best from everyone else. Yep. Yep. So let's talk about some of these soft skills. What are what are 
What's one of those key soft skills that you've observed that's just critical for these RevOps leaders? We call this bucket the EQ leadership bucket. Yeah. This rounds out the entire revenue operations profile. Sure. It's the total, this makes the total package. If you've got a leader that is extremely strong on the, the system side, the, the process side, the project management side, having a strong EQ to influence those above you and those cross-functionally from you, right? Your peers and the C-suite. This, this skill set of emotional intelligence is the crux sure. of, of this function because it ensures long-term success. Yeah. It, it, it really helps an individual to not push others or force us others into mm. change or simply throw new projects at, at, at a, at a C-level leader and say, we need to do these things, but it's taking, taking a step back being able to see the organization, the leaders within that organization, the the different the different personalities, sure. right? Um, personas. Talk about personas. All I mean, look at the entire C suite. They're all different. They're all different people. Yeah, and they all have different wants and needs, and and honestly, experiences. Sure. Some of them may have some legacy mindsets in their function. And so you're actively navigating and negotiating very complex relationships. And so if you look at the first part of this, the, the, the playbook, right? If you look at the revenue operations playbook, and you mentioned something earlier at the end there with project management of throwing something at a C-level leader, it really has to be more proactive. And so we, we have this management of expectations early on, making sure that we educate. Right? It's like educating a buyer, yeah. <laughs> educating along the way and pulling those with you, right? leading with value. Yeah. leading with the why and a lot of times letting others take ideas or, or having others get that light bulb moment. Inception, you're planning Incep- your idea right. in the mind of someone it's else. A dream within a dream. That's right, that's right. Um, and so the EQ is something that RevOps leaders, quite honestly, have to work on. There's lots of ways to assess this, right? There's, there's different, but it, it boils down to how well do you know yourself? And when there's criticism that comes, right? Can you look inward and how emotion, how in tune are you with your own emotions? Because the reality is the first uncomfortable situation, you push back and you try to force your agenda. Yeah. It's probably going to break trust. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I love, love this idea of EQ. We've got all these other talents and skills that are needed, but we've, we've all experienced that person that was very smart, very intelligent, but they couldn't read the scenario. They couldn't understand the situation. And for these leaders, many times the roles that we're placing, it's the very first RevOps leader in the organization. So they don't have folks underneath them that they're leading. They're having to influence out to other key stakeholders and other departments and influence up. And in order to effectively do that, they have to possess a strong amount of emotional intelligence. Uh, Because like you said, you mentioned it before, you're communicating to the CEO, the CFO, the CRO, the C, put whatever letters you want after it, right? Right. Um, And many of the times they're asking the same question and the answer at the root is the same, but how you deliver it to each one of those individuals might be very, very different. And you've got to be able to do that. Um, And so, yeah, the emotional intelligence is a huge part of this. I would say another one kind of in that soft skills bucket is the, the problem solver, um, you know, taking, taking initiative, not being a, an order taker, sure. but 
but being proactive and a leader, right? Having this presence, I think that we see this in our candidates. The the, ind- the individuals that get things done and can actually drive change, they have this next level sort of um, leadership. What do you call it? It's like a you you can you you get that sense just talking to this individual that they are they've got influence they, they've got influence yeah. that's it that's the word i was looking for they've got influence um because ultimately that's that's how you drive change and yeah. trying to work across this entire journey this entire business i mean you might not just have c level individuals that you're working with you might have you know a director of customer success uh, that is your main blocker. Sure. Well, how do you how do you interface with this individual? It's going to look different than your CFO, right? And it's so. Yeah, that's yeah. I love this. So, really, when we're identifying leaders, and so many times the hiring managers that we're working with, we talk about the hard skills. We say, okay, yeah. what's the greatest need? Is yeah. it uh, cleaning up data? Is it tech stack yeah. integration? We identify that, but then we go almost immediately into. Talk to us about the challenges that maybe you faced or talk to us about change management. Talk to mm-hmm. us about how on board is the entire executive team? How on board are the other key stakeholders yeah. within the organization? Because that's so critical. Yeah. And many times they're telling us we're less worried about the hard skills, if whether they've done this exact thing or not. We're really more concerned about the soft skills and whether they're going to be a good fit within our organization to help yeah. drive change and move us to where we need to go. Yeah. A true change agent, like a champion yeah. in the organization. Um, that that's, that's what we look for in, in that soft skill set. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. David, thank you so much for, uh, what you said, what you shared here. I think we've laid out, you know, four good buckets for us yeah. to think through. Uh, so really appreciate what you've shared. This is, this is a blast. We're on a journey here and come join us keep tuning in right this is just the beginning just the beginning the RevOps recruiters (laughs) podcast so yep excited to be on the journey with you man same here